Hey, sports fans, welcome back to another episode of Pez's Picks. Like I say every week, I am not Pez. I'm not the guy making the picks. It's the guy I'm talking to. I'm Jeff Hartman. Joining me as always is Pez. Pez, what's up? How's it going? Another good week last week, Jeff. Slipped a little bit in the NFL, but we're, we're looking to you know get back over that, that 500 mark and in the back winning one and two, but some solid college picks. I'm going to chalking up my NFL losses last week to focusing too much on the, the big college picks. So this week, no college. We're back dialed in and NFL. We're going to be coming back with a four and week this week. Well, let's talk about the college games last week. Since there are no college picks this week, the, you know, the, the bowls are coming up, the, the, the meaningful bowls. There's like a thousand bowls that are literally like the bloom and onion bowl. That's part of the Outback bowl or something. I don't know some stupid stuff, but nonetheless, Let's talk about last week's uh, picks. You you went out on a limb. You took some big games. These were not easy picks, and you won them both. The first game was Oregon at Washington. Washington, that was that line. They're getting nine and a half points. They end up winning outright. Pez, what, what were your thoughts here? I thought that was an easy pick, and it turned out you were right. Still, like, you know, I, I don't understand why that number was so big. And, you know, sometimes you wonder, uh, are they trying to balance out a little bit of the action on both sides? I, I, maybe there was a lot of Oregon action coming in early, and and the Lions sometimes will shift big to try to balance things out. They don't. They'd prefer it if it was close to fifty-fifty on both games. I mean, they're collecting right. juice then and not losing any money. And my guess is there was a lot of Oregon money. I'm kicking ourselves for not betting that thing outright with the money line. I I don't know. I, I that that number scared me. It scared me. Everybody was on to Oregon a little bit, but. Mike Penix Jr., I mean, that guy to me is the Heisman Trophy winner. He, he is just an amazing quarterback, played great again, and they, they handled that game easier than they did the first time around. So, I, well, yeah. We'll, we'll be looking at them in the playoffs, and, and I think their team getting getting healthier and getting better. O-line's healthier, and their, their wide receiver core came back a little bit stronger last week and another few weeks off, and they're going to be humming. You you brought it up. I mean, this is the second time they beat Oregon this season. They beat him in the regular season, and then in the Pac-12 championship game. And Washington, they're in the they're in the Final Four. You know, they're going to be in the playoff, the college sure. football playoff. So it just seemed like if I'm the head coach of Washington, I see that line, and I'm drumming up the disrespect line. They don't respect us. They don't think we're going to win, even though we already beat these guys. And they got it. They pulled it off. So I think they're going for 20 straight wins. They haven't gotten respect in the last two wow. years. And I mean, that that's an impressive team, impressive number. And I don't know. I'm a believer in the Pac-12 a little bit more than some people. I, I, I think they're going to be given some headaches in these playoffs. They move that ball. Tough to stop that team on offense. And, you know, if they're going to outscore you, then you're going to have to put up 30, 40 points to, to keep yeah. up with them. And I don't know. We'll see how Michigan does. And it's an interesting game. We're looking. Do they? Do they, they, they don't they match up with Texas? And oh, I mean, uh, Texas, Mich yeah. And it's yeah. Michigan and uh, Alabama. That's going to be right. one doozy of a game. That'll be we good. Two, we got two good games to talk about coming up. Absolutely. Let's talk about the other team that we bet on last week. Alabama was getting six and a half versus Georgia in the SEC championship game. You took Alabama. They didn't need the points. They went out right. We already talked about them punching their ticket and. The, Really, when you think about the trajectory of Alabama, you called it all along. You said, this is a team, they're struggling a little bit early, but they're getting better, they're getting better, they're getting better, and now they're fine. They, they, they leapfrog Georgia and get in, and they leapfrog Florida State as well, undefeated Florida State, to get into the college football playoffs. But let's talk about the SEC championship game first. Man, Alabama, they did, they did it for you, Pez. Well, you know, and it's somewhere to talk about again with the NFL this week. 
I think when times get tough, and you know, this time of the year, everybody's banged up. We, we've got a lot of record and we got a lot of data on, on all teams. You stick with programs and you stick with coaches that know how to win and have done it before. And, and you bank on quarterbacks and quarterback play. Uh, I think going into that game, Bama had the better coach and the better quarterback. And I think it showed in that game. Bama's been getting better. They've been, Milrow's been getting better every week. I like teams coming off of huge wins, last second plays. I know the, I know the public likes to go the other way. They're going to have let down, but that team in, team came in something to prove. And I mean, you know, they're, you know, two year loss ago, 2021, they had a little revenge going from the national championship. And I, I'm glad Bama got in. I think Bama, the way they design these playoffs, you're going to have the four best teams. Florida State undefeated, but with no quarterback. I mean, they literally yeah. have no quarterback. Right. They put the best team in there. Um, you know, and if anything, I mean, maybe they expand that next year. I think they're going to six or eight they're next going year. To 12, I think. Or 12 next year. year, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't know if that's we'll, – we'll see how that plays out. But, <laughs> you know, now we're talking, what, February for that national championship? What yeah. The going on? Well, there's no way they're going to be able to have the long layoff that they do now to have all the way till nah. New Year's Day. It's going to have to nah. be – championship games if they have those at all are going to be done and then the week after is going to start the playoffs i I don't know the formatting of that but don't you think let's be honest do you think georgia is actually one of the top four teams in the country i mean probably right i mean that was a severe uh that's a severe drop when you go from one out of the four you know then you look at that list who you're going to take out of there i mean michigan their their spot (laughs) I, you know, I was talking with a guy. He he actually is a bigger college handicapper than I am, and he thinks Texas is the best team. Really? He said, watch out for them to win the national championship. So, you know, and that's a team I didn't cover much this year, and I didn't watch them You're too right. much. And a couple games, I, I caught some clips of them. That's what's tough with college. I mean, you know, we were the same guy I was talking with. He's a big fan of how they're spreading out bowl games. I still miss that that New Year's Day bowl day. It was a gambler's paradise. You had you had ten games going every hour. You know, at the end of the day, you'd look at yourself and be like, "Am I up? Am I down?" Bowl <laughs> season now has turned a little bit more into you know a slow draw, and, and yeah, uh, you know, I've I've had some years where you could build up some money and keep doubling down, and we're gonna have some fun in the coming weeks for sure. Absolutely. So we take a break from the college for this week. We finished the season in terms of when we started the Pez's picks podcast you finished the college 13 10 and 2 pez so we're on the winning side it was a good finish to the season we'll take you happy it. with that you happy uh, with we'll, that? we'll take it college is tough i mean it's tougher than the nfl like we always talk about you got college kids you know you who knows what the heck they're doing on these weekends and you know it is getting a little bit more like an nfl uh, uh, kind of program in a lot of these uh, bigger schools so Maybe that's why gambling was a little bit easier this year. Coming down the stretch, you can bank on teams that that have done it. You know, there's a lot of separation happening in college that we're not, you know, we're not seeing as much. We haven't seen in the past as much. And, you know, probably there's six, seven solid good teams, and everybody else is a lot behind them, I think. I agree. I agree. So we're going to leave the the college behind us for the time being. Let's talk about NFL from last week. Not the best week. You mentioned one and two. And the one win, I want to talk about that at the end here because we kind of strayed away from what we typically do to get that win. But let's talk about the the teams that let us down. Seattle at Dallas was Thursday night last week. And you had the Dallas Cowboys at home giving nine. This game came down to the wire. DK Metcalf had a tremendous game. Yes, Dallas wins, but they do not cover. Pez, what were your thoughts? 
Watch that whole game, Jeff. Uh, you know, I'm not surprised the Dallas cockroaches let me down. <laughs> Kicked myself for beating them. Took a little beating around the neighborhood here. Um, you know, I still think that was the right play. And it came down to a one-score game, like you said. And, and uh, Seattle's struggling. Uh, they're fighting. And I think Pete Carroll's fighting for his existence there a little bit. But but Dallas, I mean, they they still lit the lamp. And, you know, they, defense let us down big time. Yeah, and I'm Absolutely. I'm hoping I'm hoping that's the case going into this week. We'll be talking about in a few minutes a little bit of inconsistency in their secondary. When Geno Smith lights you up, I start getting excited about Jalen Hurts, Jeff. And, and you know, well, that's, that, yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll talking talk about, about your birds. We'll talk about your birds. We'll get there. We'll get there. But but yeah, tough game, and you know, and it was another tough week. I mean, uh, Monday night game. Who would have called that one? I mean, that sucker was weird going into overtime. Cincinnati having a big yeah. week and. It's been a rough year with gambling on that NFL, and I think they're happy about that. Well, yeah, the the book's got to be ecstatic. I mean, who yeah. would have thought that? Who would have thought the Cardinals go into Pittsburgh and beat the Steelers last week? Unbelievable, you know, unbelievable. That team's played hard. The the league likes these close games too. I mean, close games keeps people watching, keeps people sticking around for the end of the game. And you know, I, I wonder how much play is going into these games. There's a lot of algorithms and picking schedules and getting good matchups. And I don't think it's by chance all these games. To be honest with you, Jeff. Well, let me let me ask you this since you brought it up. I'm I'm a conspiracy theorist at heart. I think they're fun. I love to hear about them. I love to dive down those rabbit holes. You see some of this officiating at the end of these games. Like let's use Monday night as a or Sunday night as a prime example. Green Bay and Kansas City at Lambeau Field. Some of these calls are atrocious. And it just yeah. so happens that some of these calls that are the flags are picked up or maybe they're not thrown at all or maybe they are thrown. Boy, it does seem to make these games close. You said it yourself, Pez these the league wants close games and they're getting them but do you ever think that there's some uh stuff going on uh, behind the scenes so to speak i've been around sports my whole life and and i i yeah, to be honest with you i i knew the uh nba ref who uh got arrested for fixing okay. games i knew his i knew his brother pretty well he yeah. was a bartender down in georgetown when i was living down there uh, I think that's an exclusive thing these days, especially in the NFL. They vet these guys. Most of those NFL guys are, are guys that have had professional careers. I think the problem is the, the game's moving so fast. Yeah. They don't have a luxury instant replay. You know, I, I think for them, too, it's safety. You're trying to get out of the way of these dudes. I mean, you've got D linemen running sub five second 40s, and, you know, they're older guys, and I think they're. They're doing their best. I think what we're seeing is the league is putting way, way more investment in making the schedules and setting up things. So you're going to have close races down the end. You're going to have close games. Yeah. You know, and I think the birds right now are in that situation. Last week, they looked like a team that was beat up by their schedule. They look flat. They look tired. You know, and probably in the beginning of the season, they had an easy stretch going for some games too. So I think at the end of the day, it's more the league using data. And, and using algorithms and they're playing these seasons out before they're making these schedules. And when they make a season, they, they're, they're, they're scoring every game. Almost like when yeah. you played Tecmo bowl, Jeff, back in the eighties, nineties, I don't yep. know if you were a tech bowl guy. Oh, absolutely. You know, those, those seasons were played out. And I, I think that's what they're doing. And they're trying to get the closest matchups and have everybody in it down the stretch. And, and we're seeing that. I mean, you yeah. know, the NFC right now, coin toss, who's the one seed who's getting in the playoffs. You got a lot of, Got a lot of teams seven and five around that record that are one and two in their division. So NFL, that's more money and that's great. And I, I think for gamblers, that's something that's bad news going forward. And I think that's that's trouble. 
uh, betting on the schedule used to be something that benefited a gambler. I think now that, you know, you really have to look into it when you're betting these games. We're going to see yeah. more upsets than we ever used to, I think, and we're going to continue seeing that. Like, you know, Arizona, a little bit of an upset. Cincinnati on Monday night upset. I think those are going to be things that are more common going forward. It's going to be difficult, and let's talk briefly about your birds who got their doors blown off against the 49ers. It was close. It was close early, and then San Francisco yeah. just pulled away, and boy, did they do it in disrespectful fashion. I mean, they in your hometown right there, I mean, that's that's got to be a tough pill to swallow. Yeah, it was a tough one, and I think we got exposed a little bit. We're banged up in linebacker, tried fixing that. We're bringing in some new guys. Secondary, you know, wasn't up to it. Defensive line didn't have the the – the gas to pressure that quarterback. When you give Purdy time, he's proven he's a pretty accurate passer. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I think the game plan and, and the team wilted a little bit. Offense wasn't horrible. You know, put some points up against that that defense. But we we had some injuries and we came out with some injuries and tough stretch. I mean, we're playing Miami, Kansas City, San Fran. Now we're going up with Dallas, and you know, so we were humming and. You know, I had some friends talking too that maybe our record was a little bit of facade, a little bit. I'm not saying that's the case, but but definitely the league is happy with this. You know, it looked like birds are pulling away. Now they're they're one game ahead of, of San Fran for the one seed. They're one game ahead of Dallas for the division, and things are going to get tighter as we keep going here. Yes, and so let's go to the last game, and we'll talk about the birds here in a sec. Uh, the Carolina Panthers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This was not a straight-up pick. This was not picking one team. We picked both teams, meaning we took the total. 36.5 was the line. We took the over, and we came through. I was watching this game just to score, and I was like, okay, Carolina's in the red zone. Got to get the touchdown, and they did. Tampa Bay, Mike Evans don't doing his thing. Godwin, hey, they came through. The, the lone win in the NFL – came with Carolina and Tampa Bay going over. Good we'll for you, Pez. <laughs> two, two dog teams, but you yeah. know, two teams that, that needed to score. And, you know, I think Carolina, the, the coaching staff, was looking to light it up a little bit. And, you know, for, for Carolina, they did light it up in that game. And we got there in the second half. First half looked a little iffy. Uh, yeah. but, but everybody's going. The one thing to think about going and gambling at the end of the season, teams that are losing, teams with bad records, you have players that are playing for big money. You have mm -hmm. players playing for personal bonuses, whether it be touchdowns, whether it be sacks or, or appearances or, or what have you. So I, I don't think we're going to get into a situation where too many teams are hanging it up or quitting. And and I think there's still going to be a, a lot of advantages and a lot of teams out there that, that we can look for and look for good deals going forward. All right, so let's take a look at this week. We entered this week with the NFL record at 29-21-2. and two. So that's a it's a really good record. We're, we're above the wa the watermark of 500. We're going to be happy with that. And you have your pick starting out. You're doing it again. The kiss of death on my Pittsburgh Steelers Thursday <laughs> night football. Steelers and the lowly two and ten Patriots. The Steelers are. I'm shocked at this plus six. Steelers are giving. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, giving yeah, six. Yeah. They're giving yeah, six. They're giving Steelers six, giving yeah. six. Patriots are getting six. I'm shocked it's that high. But nonetheless, you're saying take the Steelers giving the points. Well, I think Vegas is looking at the game like me, Jeff, and you know the Steelers are a better team than their record. I think uh, with uh, without Trubisky starting, I think that, that this line might be a little different. Steelers might wow. be given three. Uh, I think Trubisky's a better quarterback. Uh, I don't even want to say your old quarterback's name. I don't want to jinx myself this week because he's horrible, Jeff. I hate to say it. Steelers <laughs> do not... stink when he's playing. He's not good with Mitchell Trubisky. Guy knows how to air it out a little bit. Had some good years in Chicago. He's no Joe Namath, but I like the team a lot better with him. 
Four and three home record for the Steelers. That's absurd. They're a much better team than a four and three home team. There's no way they're a 500 home team going into this game. They're seven and five against the spread. Believe it or not, that that's a top 10 stat. I mean, there aren't many teams that are, that are much better. Why that line is new England's two and 10 against the spread. Can't score. Don't have a legitimate quarterback. Uh, And, and the total tells us some information too. Right now, the total is at 30. The yeah. over-under 30 might be the lowest in league history. I can't remember a lower one. Um, whoever the hell Belichick is starting out there, a quarterback, going into hostile territory. Pats are averaging nine and a half points a game in their last five, going against the Pittsburgh defense, only giving up 19 a game. Uh, I'll take that all day. And you know as well as I do, Pittsburgh was terrible last week. No way is Pittsburgh going to have two home games in a row, especially a primetime game with Mike Tomlin as coach. It just ain't happening. They're not going to get. They're not going to let another quarterback come in there and embarrass them. And I think Trubisky having a little bit of you know a few days of practice as a starter that's going to benefit him. And and I think that that's going to be their guy going forward. I hope you know. Cause I'm a Pittsburgh fan on the side there. It's one of my AFC teams. Mm-hmm. Tomlin's not a quitter. Nope. Uh, I I believe they're seven to five going into the game. Is that they are. Uh, they are yes. So you know that that's a team that's in the playoffs right now. I think they're the top seed, top wild card. Game yeah, or two behind yeah. Baltimore for the division. Big, big game. Where for New England, I don't know. Belichick's probably packing his bags already. Um, you know, my quarterback situation couldn't be worse there. Maybe the worst in the league right now. I don't know how they're going to be moving the ball. And and I love this game. Primetime games, Pittsburgh shows up. Pez's pick shows up. We're, we're pretty solid on primetime games. That's so true. We're going we're to start the week off with a big steal win. I hope so. But let me ask you this. If you this is not your pick, you're picking the Steelers minus six, and you're that's your pick. If you had to pick the the line, the the total here, what would you take over or under? I was talking about this with uh parlay legs. Parlay legs coming off a, a big parlay win. He lost four other ones, but he had a good win, he told me. Uh <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. I mean, 30 scares the hell out of me. 30 screams take the over is the biggest sucker play you can have. Having said that, the way I'm looking at the game, I think the Steelers are good for 21, 28 points. Um, does, does New England show up, maybe power a touchdown, maybe two in? If New England can put up two touchdowns, probably an over. If they can okay. only score one, I think we're in that iffy territory. Because you know as well as I do, Pittsburgh, they get up, they start running that ball. Nobody burns the clock better with a lead better than Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, I love that style of play. I tell Coach uh, KT Smith of the call sheet all the time with his high school team, burn the clock. I'd run it on fourth down if I was going to keep that clock going. So I'd stay away from that one. Somebody knows something better than we do. I think everybody <laughs> and their brother is going to be taking the over. And I, I don't know. I, I can see a 20, 21-7 game I can see pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, I wish the weather was worse, but it looks like it's going to be a clear night. Sunday's weather is going to be awful. So yeah. I, I love the Steelers this week. I think it's a guaranteed win. Uh, I think they're going to be covered too. Jeff's bonus pick is take the under because let's okay. also they new New England has a good defense. They haven't given up more than 16 points like their last five games. It's sure. gonna be a low scoring affair. Thursday night's ugly. I'm saying take the under, but I, I don't know if that are Steelers cover. We'll see. Let's go to your birds, Eagles at Cowboys. We're not picking the birds or the Cowboys. We've got the total of 52, and you're saying take the over. You're expecting a high scoring affair. Quite the quite the difference from Steelers Patriots. Explain yourself, Pez. Well, divisional games, tough to sweep teams, and the Birds have already beat Dallas. So, you know, going on the road, I'm not sure how fresh the Birds are going to be. I mean, 
fourth big game in a row. I, I think the Birds are the better team. Having said that, the dad is with us eight of 12 games, 67% of the time Dallas has hit the over. Birds, seven out of 12, 58% of the time has hit the over. We're going to go with the numbers on this one. Uh, uh, aside from that, Dak, I don't think he plays better against any team than he does the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, in 12 games, he's eight and four, 22 touchdowns, eight picks, 100, 100.7 passer rating. Uh, for whatever reason, he's great against this. We usually win those games, but he's great against this. Bird's defense is a little depleted, too. Linebackers are in bad shape. D-line looks a little bit tired. Our secondary is questionable against some, some teams. And he did move the ball against us when we beat him. Uh, the other thing I like about it, DeAndre Swift, number one running back, banged up in that game. He's a, a questionable right now at, at this time midweek. If he's out, I'm going to look at Hurts throwing that ball all night. We, we could have a quarterback shootout. I, I think over – I'm not going to put the play on them right now. I'm not going to pressure the boys too much. Birds are still the best team bet in, in the league against spread and in our hearts, but I think it's going to be a, a shootout and, and it's going to be a tight game. And I think the birds cover and they end up winning this one could be 30 some each, uh, yeah. you know, and that this is going to be a war. This is a playoff game in a, in a lot of ways. I mean, we're going for first in, in the division and the conference. So big game. What is, what is the spread on this game? You have that in front of you? Last I looked, it was three and a half birds getting. Really? A little bit that's of an insult. Uh, <laughs> you know, but that that screams they're even. I mean, they're they're yeah. probably even teams in some ways. I like our O-line and our D-line better than theirs when we're fresh. And, you know, their running game might be a little better. Pollard's been coming on, and uh, I, I like our quarterback a lot better, too. So, okay, we, I, yeah. I, I like this one. I like this one a lot. Good. Let's go to our final two picks here before our bonus pick. You have the Colts at the Bengals. The Bengals coming off that Monday night win with Jake Browning having a hell of a day throwing for, I think, three touchdowns over 300 yards. Bengals are actually getting a point at home, but you like Minshew mania to continue with the Indianapolis Colts. I love Minshew. Uh, Colts on a four-game winning streak, um, scoring 27 or more in three of them. Minshew looking better. He's not costing them games, and he's doing a serviceable job. He's a bit of a veteran in the league now. 12th best rushing uh, game in the league. Uh, going up against Bengals. Bengals have the worst defense in the league. 32nd ranked overall defense, 32nd game, uh, 32nd overall against the run, 134 yards a game given up against the run. Taylor's out, but Zach Moss should be able to get get the job done. Uh, averaging four and a half yards a carry this year and, and going up against that team, going to be horrible weather from what it's forecast. Wind, rain, cold. Uh, Bengals starting Brownie again, coming off his big win overtime. Uh, I like our, I like the the Colts' chances uh, going up against the guy in horrible weather, coming uh, coming in off of a big game. Um, worst rushing in the league. They're only averaging eighty two yards a game, so it's going to be all on the quarterback. You know, and it, and, and Mixon struggled this year. The Bengals have struggled on all sides of the ball. Uh, I like the Colts in this one. And, and the Colts are, are one of those teams. I think they're seven and five. I think they're second in their their division. So they're they're looking to get in the playoffs. And I'm not so so sure how much hope the Bengals have going forward with Browning. But I I, I like the Colts and Colts have been pretty sour with Minshew. And I, I like Mustache Minshew, a former Eagle, going to carry some of that magic in for the big win for us. 
All right, so there you go. I mean, the Bengals, maybe that was a flash in the pan on Monday night. But let's finish up with the other team that they played on Monday night football, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence's ankle injury has that game in limbo in terms of if he's going to play or not. The Cleveland Browns are starting Joe Flacco again, I believe. The Browns at home are giving three points to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who, shockingly, I don't think they've lost a game on the road yet this year, which is astounding to me. But well, it's, go ahead, sure, explain we'll, yourself. You're taking the Browns, giving three. We are, Jeff. You're correct. Jags are 5-0 and on the road. I mean, you're due for a loss. You, yeah. you can't win every game on the road. Um, they're going up against the number one ranked defense in the league, coming in with, with questionable quarterback play. I mean, whether or not he's playing, he's not going to be healthy. Number one pass defense in the league, Cleveland. Probably starting C.J. Uh, Beathard, who hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in the league since 2020 season. Uh, I'll take I'll take Flacco and and who who knows? Well, maybe Thompson Robinson suits up. I'm going to take those guys over a, a a worse defense that you could play against in the C.J. Beathard or or a banged up uh, 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 guy from Dazed and Confused that. <laughs> That you know, who knows what he's using to get through that pain, Jeff? I don't know if they're testing for marijuana in the league anymore, but that that guy from the Days of Confused movie, man, I mean, he he's probably on something. Uh, Flacco, if he starts, guy guy was serviceable last week, two hundred fifty four yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. Yeah. I mean that that's not bad. Cleveland's five and one at home. Cleveland's still sticking around. I mean, maybe yeah. with Watson gone, they're they're still a playoff team, and that's a tough defense go up against again. That game, they're forecasting 40-mile-an-hour winds, rain, snow. I don't know if a rookie quarterback's ready to walk in on the road and get that job done. It's a good point. So to recap the NFL picks for this week, you have Steelers on Thursday night giving six, take the Steelers. You're taking Eagles at Cowboys, the line at 52, the total, take the over. You like the Colts at the Bengals, even though the Bengals are getting one, and then you like Jaguars at the Browns versus the Jaguars in Cleveland with the Browns giving three points. So four picks in the NFL, none on the NCAA side. You have a bonus pick. You're going back to the old soccer football, as they call it overseas. What do you think? I mean, we're running out of stuff to bet, Jeff. We, we've, we've got, you know, we haven't gotten into the NBA yet. That, that's a that's something that we're going to have to talk about going forward. That's a tough <laughs> bet. Uh, hockey, uh, I'm not giving, a, giving or getting pucks yet, so no golf. Well, I think there is a golf tournament but it's some weird uh i don't know combination it's league LP, thing here. pga tour combined thing i guess uh, I uh i know john rom's not playing so <laughs> we we've got arsenal hosting aston villa we got the number one team in the league arsenal hosting the number four team i don't know who the hell makes the lines over there in england jeff but arsenal's plus 105 to win uh we're not taking draws we're never going to bet a draw on pez's picks i think betting draws is un-american that's something they do in England and Ireland. Last I checked, we beat those countries in our Revolutionary War. So, plus 105 at home, the number one team, taking it all day, Jeff. And that's going to be right. Saturday, 1230. I mean, that's a little bonus play we can get in before our Sunday matchups. Mm -hmm. uh, I looked at those two Monday games. I don't know. I'm just uh, – Miami's got some banged-up running backs, and I'd love to bet both those games. Uh, you know, that's a gambler's paradise when you have two Monday night games. You open up a lot of – Parlays, reverses, a little lightning legs. bet. Oh legs my god! Parlays. Legs is going to be going after it. Legs <laughs> did get his money, by the way, Jeff. So nice. Uh, he, yeah, we, we we had to put the full court press on on the casino that he bet through, and Legs has some extra parlay money to go through the Christmas there holiday season go. here. 
I love it. Now I do have to say, so for those that may be watching on YouTube, I keep a notebook and I have on in, I write all of Pez's picks down and I keep track throughout the weekend. And I wrote an X if it's miss a check, if it's a win. Now last week, your bonus pick, I do want to bring this up. You had the tiger woods would finish in the top five plus 900. And next to that, I just wrote LOL. Because <laughs> <laughs> the dude finished even par 20 strokes well, off the lead and he finished 18 out of 20. Oh my it, gosh. I laughed all the way to the bank because I told you don't touch that guy with a 20 foot pole until he proves something. You got to support the coach, Jeff. You got to no, support don't. him. He's given us <laughs> decades of pleasure. Uh, best, best golfer ever. He looked phenomenal, believe it or not, Jeff. I mean, he had a little bit of short game errors. His game looked a little rusty. Guy putted it off the green into a sand trap. I never seen him do that in my life. He admitted, not as focused. And you know, I think that's that spells a little of an interesting uh, situation going forward. You know, in major, he's going to be focused. You know, he's yeah, down in the Bahamas. Sure. He's hosting these guys. Happened to be walking straight. He didn't look to be limping much. No, you're Ball's right. Still popping. So I, I'm excited, and I, I hope Rom sticks around and the PGA is strong going going into the next season. Well, it's a lot of fun. Well, let, let me say this about Tiger Woods, since we're talking golf, and I love golf. Tiger Woods, if this if this did anything to him, it was a reality check. Yeah, he's rusty. Yes, it's his first time playing in a long time competitively and all that stuff. You finished twenty strokes behind scotty scheffler who won the tournament 20 strokes rust or not like that's a wake-up call man if you if you want to do this and you want to win again which is what he says he wants to do sure better get your act together man because it ain't happening just by just because you're tiger woods well three four shots around i mean you know that that's how tight golf is i mean you three or four shots around is going to get you a winner you might be off the tour i mean that's 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 how tight it is um I, I think the future is good for Tiger Woods. And I, I love Scheffler. Guy's great. Guy's a good person. And guy won a lot of tournaments the last two years. We could be, yeah, did. Could be making some picks on him. Golf well, bets yeah. are great. It's the money wheel at the casino. You put it <laughs> down, you walk away, you grab a drink, and you hope you get struck by lightning. You know? There you go. All right, Pez, another good week of picks. We will be back next week to talk about how you did. Hopefully the NFL picks pay off. The Steelers. Take it easy, man. Have a good week. You too, Jeff. <laughs>